I wanted to really examine the idea of faith and, and what that means to and for each of us um, as part of God's eternal family. Um, and especially in this modern age with the events of, of last year and their continuing to unfold in um, 2021 this year as well. I think that sometimes we talk of faith um, in, in such a way that it's perceived as an intellectual or, or a mind-only kind of thing um, that occasionally we allow to, to flow into our actions. As um, Paul says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And faith is something that's always, therefore, based on the word of God. And faith really is, is the only word in the Bible that's such, um, got such a definition, ex explicit definition to it. There's an intimate relationship um, between faith and hope. Um, faith is something that's for the here and now, and hope is for the future. Um, but we can easily confuse our hope for our faith. On the basis of faith, we, have a we can have a legitimate hope for the future. And any faith, any hope, sorry, that's not based on faith is just wishful thinking. So um, Romans 10 verse 10 uh, says a, a biblical faith is in the heart and not in the mind. It says, for in, with the heart man believes to salvation. In the New Testament, believing is a word of motion. It's not a static thing. It's not taking an intellectual position. It's something in your heart that leads you to something new. Uh, faith is a verb of motion. By faith, we believe unto salvation. Um, we can have an intellectual faith and, and never be changed by that faith. And we can embrace all the doctrines of the Bible in, um, intellectually and, and remain completely the same. But when we have um, faith in our heart, it leads to salvation. And faith is in, in the present and hope is in the future. Faith is in our heart and hope is in the mind. Um, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 8, it, it talks there about two items of armour and it says there um, the breastplate, which is for protecting the heart of faith and the, the helmet for protecting the mind of salvation. So hope is a very important part um, of, of life because every true Christian um, should be an optimist and hope is that confident expectation of good based on the word of God. Faith relates you to what's invisible and that's what um, Hebrews 11 verse 3 kind of outlines for us. Faith is not based on what we see. Faith takes us beyond the realm of, of the senses into the realm of the invisible. 1 Corinthians 5 verse 7 says, we walk by faith, not by sight. So in that verse, we've got two alternatives. Um, we can walk by faith or by sight. 
when you see, you don't need to believe. And you only need to believe when you don't see. Um, so Paul says, we walk by faith. We're not walking by what we see. We are walking by what we believe. And we need to believe when we can't see. In both, in both the Hebrew and the Greek languages, faith is um, not primarily a doctrinal issue. Um, it's a matter of character. And we tend to talk about faith as that intellectual embracing of certain doctrines. But primarily, faith is a matter of character. In both languages, uh, faith primarily means um, faithfulness, loyalty, or commitment. Jesus said to his disciples, um, you are those who have continued with me in my trials. That's what faith is, continuing with Jesus. Um, it's a personal commitment to a person. Faith is directed not toward a thing, but to a person, um, and, and ultimately to God. Unbelief is a sin because it calls God's character into question. Um, and that is, uh, we can't depend on him. It's Faith is a relationship with God. It's Believing is a commitment, a loyalty to God. So uh, our religion, as, the, as we understand uh, the truth of Christianity, is a religion of right relationships, not simply right doctrines. Uh, quite a while ago, I was looking at Hebrews 11 and, and contemplating that first verse and trying to understand how it was describing faith, because it can be quite an abstract um, thing. Um, I was contemplating this at the time when Esther was pregnant with Johannes, and, and because of that was the stage of life that I was in, we were in, um, I was looking at Hebrews 11 verse 1 through this lens. And I recall looking at the, um, the interlinear Bible online and, and seeing that there were two nouns in that um, verse 1 and that one of the nouns was male and that one of them was female. And I was reflecting on what that might mean for the understanding, understanding the full meaning of this verse. And so it dawned on me um, in the light of our marriage as husband and wife um, that and expecting a child that was the picture that was being described here as you see faith is the substance of things hoped for that's that's one of the nouns substance and um, the evidence of things not seen evidence is the other noun yeah can I pick here so substance is the uh, feminine noun, and if you look at the picture there of, a, of the woman, the pregnant woman there, she's got that enlarged belly, and, and that enlarged belly is the substance of something hoped for, um, and that is the arrival of a precious baby. Our evidence is uh, a male noun, and um, in addition to 
it being that the enlarged belly of a pregnant woman being um, evidence of a of hope for a baby very soon. It's also um, public evidence of a private loving relationship with her husband. Um, so faith is like that enlarged belly of a pregnant woman. And we're all collectively and individually the bride of Christ. And therefore we can also say that faith is the equivalent to our um, mind being enlarged um, as we're um, developing the mind of Christ. Um, and there's a number of scriptures which talk about, like for instance, with um, John chapter 3, with uh, Jesus talking to Nicodemus, he talks about being born again. Um, there's living a new life um, after baptism and a new covenant and um, such things like that. Faith comes from being open and vulnerable and intimate with another, um, whether that's a person or um, God. And we trust, we're trusting that they will walk and work with us in a way that's um, beneficial and productive. The, the reality is that no marriage can survive without faith. No, no friendship can blossom without faith. Peter gives us um, the message that faith is the beginning or the foundation of something um, in 2 Peter chapter 1. And he says there... Um, 2 Peter 1 and verse 5, and beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity or agape or love. Um, so Peter um shows that there's, he gives, as it were, like a step-by-step -step process. Um, and I hope that by the end of tonight we can begin to see that um, Hebrews 11 in a new light because I, I think it actually is in that very similar vein outlining a step-by-step -step process or a journey of faith. And, and hence I've um, titled and themed tonight um, mapping the journey of faith. So there, there's other scriptures there um, in the New Testament too that give this um, idea that there's a journey or there's a process. Um, for example, the Beatitudes on, in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Um, and and I'm, I'm sure there's others that um, you might be able to think of. All the relationships that we have as part of our physical reality are, are relationships or, or areas where we can learn about and grow in our relationship with, uh, with God as our Father and with his Son as our Lord and Saviour. 
and, and those relationships are whether that that's a friendship or a husband-wife relationship, a parent-child relationship, um, a sibling relationship. It doesn't matter what relationship. They're all um, sources of, of learning and wisdom that can be um, gathered and applied in our relationship with God as our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Hebrews 11 is, is not only an amazing list of, of all the people of faith in the Old Testament um, and how they showed that in a, a variety of ordinary and extraordinary ways. Um, it's a map of our journey of faith and, and hence the theme tonight. And I'd like to show you why I think it is a map of our journey of faith. Any long-lasting relationship grows through a, a number of defined stages. And, and this is what I see in Hebrews 11, a map of the journey of our relationship with God as our Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ as our Lord. So when we look at all the names of the characters that are uh, selected to be mentioned in Hebrews 11, um, their meanings are all very significant. Um, so in the first column there on your screen, you've got all the names. And then in the second column, uh, we have the... the a brief, a very brief one word, one or two word meaning for for those names. Um, as far as I've researched and, and come to understand them in the context of Hebrews 11, and um, the third column there is um, my attempt to um, link, show the link with each of those names to the stages of a relationship, beginning from when people first meet um, to getting to know each other and, and committing as partners to marriage, to setting up a family, uh, setting up a home and living together and conceiving children, the children being born um, and instructed and um, coming, to, coming of age of their own, to make their own choices, leaving home and beginning their own journey um, to, to start the whole process again. So what I want to do now is kind of work through some of the meanings of those names and then try to put that together a bit um, to try and make sense of it in terms of a relationship our own relationships, and then um, probably next week we'll come to kind of uh, revisit that idea in terms of our, our spiritual relationship with God and with our Lord Jesus Christ as a, as a way of revising that. Um, Abel, I've, uh, it can mean vanity or, or um, breath. Um, but it also has the idea um, of an invisible force that flows freely, like, like a stream or, or a breath. K 
Cain um, means to create or purchase. It, it can be like a the idea of a spear um, or to fit together or fabricate or forge. Um, the name Enoch is means to be dedicated or initiated um, with the idea of tasting with the mouth, like babies learn um, 